Mom, Dad, I'm eating junk food and watching rubbish. You better come down and stop me. Is that where Dick Tracy? Oh, my gosh. That's Home Alone. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, I haven't seen Home Alone either, though. I've so. seen Home Alone. I just <laughs> didn't. <laughs> I know. It's a problem. Have you seen his uh, his modern sequel to that? Uh, what What's his name? McCul- McCulkin? McCulkin. <laughs> no. <laughs> McCulkin. What's his name? McCulley. McCully Culkin. What's going on, Geeks? You're listening to episode 116 of the Geeks of the Grace podcast. My name is Cody Armour. I'm here with Joe Morgan. Yeah, and Zooks. And Shelly Waltar. I'm not doing that. I'm just going to say hi. I'm party pooper. <laughs> say- hi. <laughs> that's fine i hate fun we miss you shelly same welcome back <laughs> Aw, thanks yeah of course <laughs> today we're gonna be talking about red dead having a release date han solo and other origin stories that we don't need but first special shout out to scott phillips and jordan garden they're from our patreon at patreon.com slash geeks and grace thank you to everyone who donates to patreon um especially them because they paid specifically for us to say that and we Appreciate them very, very much. Uh, also, before I get the podcast, I know we mentioned this last week, but the pledge drive will be starting March first. It'll be a Thursday. Shelly, are you opening the show? I no, 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 definitely not. I don't even think I could stream at all that Thursday. Uh. My schedule's kind of messed up. Ever since it's been moved to March permanently, it's like I can never give that much to it, which is really is it, sad. It must, but... I can't remember who it was. Well, Jacob is. Jacob is? Porter, yeah. Porter, okay. Jacob Porter will be opening it up, um, which is always a fun time. Jacob Porter is fantastic. He was on with us with uh, the Habanero Challenge last, last year, and he drank like a gallon of milk on screen because he was going to do like per $100 or something. Yeah, hour? which is ridiculous. It was bad. <laughs> I don't know what he was doing. <laughs> it was it was bad. I, maybe it was every five hundred dollars. Uh, he he ended up eating them all, just not all on screen because he felt bad. Felt like he had to do it. We we're like, no, it's totally fine. You're not contractually obligated to do this. Uh, Pleasure drive will be at twitch tv twitch tv slash geeks under grace. We will be streaming video games for 72 hours straight. Uh, and a lot of us on the team will be there, on the podcast team. And uh, the whole Twitch team will obviously be there. It's so much fun. A lot of memories. But let's get into the Twitter discussion. Uh, Asad asks, what is the weirdest gaming glitch you've ever experienced? And Joe, you said you got a good one for this. Yeah, this is actually one that's that's relatively recent. PUBG... When you first load in, <clears throat> it puts you in a lobby area, or at least it used to. And a lot of the time, for some reason, something glitches out there, and you can see the inside of your eyeballs, like the inside of your skull, your eyes, and all that kind of jazz. And it's really freaky. So strange. Assassin's Creed did that, like one of them. The uh, that showed it from syndicate? the outside. With PUBG, you're seeing it from the inside of your skull. Like the camera huh. gets placed inside mm-hmm. the the head. It looks weird. Why? I don't know. It's a glitch. Well, it's a, yeah, okay. it's a glitch. Do you have one, Shelly? 
I feel like that I can. I've probably experienced a weirder glitch than the one I'm thinking of, but just the one that comes to mind, just because it's very memorable, um, is one from Dragon Age Inquisition. And there are just times where I'm jumping and I hit something wrong, but I'll end up looking like I'm in the jumping animation, but I'll be on the ground and it looks makes the character look like they're moonwalking. And it's kind of funny. Okay. So it's it's funny. I'm sure there's weirder glitches out there that I've experienced. I just can't think of them. Just that's what I remember. So, yep. Yeah. It's pretty funny, I, though. I can't think of very many of them. I know with Killing Floor, you would get like the... One of the zombies, when you kill them, they would end up floating. And so they would just be laying there, like, above you, which is really weird. Other than that, though, I really don't have any of, like, the cool... I've never seen, like, the cool Assassin's Creed Syndicate-type stuff, or I heard Sonic the Hedgehog 06 had a lot of fun ones. Oh, boy. Yep. <laughs> uh, I do remember, though, this, this made me think of back in the N64 days, and I really, really miss this. When you were able to take your camera... And you would take the camera into the wall, and then you could see the other side. And it would actually help you with the game sometimes, because then you could kind of see what was there before going into it. Yeah, that's definitely a glitch. Yeah, do you do you remember I that know exactly what you're talking about, yeah. Yeah, we used to do that that's, a lot. That's better than actually camera control that would get like hung up on corners and stuff, though. Yeah, I, I remember doing that a lot. I was like, what's on the other side of this wall? Hold on, I gotta see by glitching through it. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah. And then Jason Wilkerson. Well, before we do that, we want to know what your favorite glitch is on Twitter because I love doing this to you guys. Hashtag GUGcast. Let us know if you've got a clip of it. That'd be super. I was gonna cool. say if you're asking that question, you probably have something in mind for yourself. Yeah. So feel free to share it. Hashtag GUGcast. Uh, we love getting your guys' tweets. Now. Jason Wilkerson, are the things you like but are afraid to talk about in front of some people because of how it might affect your testimony? I read that, and I definitely thought we were going to talk about like guilty pleasures or things like we're embarrassed, but this is a little bit deeper. Uh, Game of Thrones, D&D, Harry Potter, etc. How do you get around that? Hashtag, my name isn't Jake. <laughs> Fair enough. Yep. Fair enough, Jason. <laughs> uh, Joe, do you, do you want to go first? I was... Well, I had some planet, but I think I misunderstood the question because the way that I ended up interpreting it's kind of like stuff that I have skipped because of that very reason. Like, right? I, I, I so I watched the first season of Game of Thrones, and people would ask me yeah. like, "Hey, have you seen Game of Thrones?" Well, yeah, I have. I've seen some pretty filthy stuff in Game of Thrones. I've read, I've read all but the most recent book. Before mm-hmm. they ever made any of it a TV show. And it is so much worse as a TV show. It's still bad in the book, but right, the visualizations are terrible. Um, and so I, I watched like the first season and then won't go back and watch any of the rest. Uh, I've seen the first episode of Altered Carbon. Cody let me know that there was bad stuff coming up in that, so I fast-forwarded through about a third of the episode. Mm-hmm. I've... I didn't go watch Deadpool. I've not seen um, Jessica Jones. I mean, like, I try to intentionally avoid that stuff. I, I still see movies from time to time that have that stuff in it or TV shows that have that stuff in it. But a lot of, like, and Marco Polo on Netflix, I avoid all that stuff now because I know what I'm going to get myself into. And that's like walking into a burning building for me. So, 
Got to avoid but that stuff. Hopefully, VidAngel will be able to help out. Yeah, yeah. One of the guys at church was telling me about VidAngel, and there's a maybe I can enjoy the good story of Altered Carbon without having to get all the garbage I don't want in there. I'm right. I'm going to have to look into it. I'm going to talk about Altered Carbon in a little bit too. Well, anything that you do watch that is a little bit you're like. You talk with your friends about it, but you don't like talking to like the church specifically, like people in the church um, be more judgmental. Well, when I was in high school, it was more more so. People don't really care that much anymore because a lot of my friends mm-hmm. are gamers or into the same sort of culture. But um, when I was in high school, stuff like Diablo two or Magic, okay. playing Magic the Gathering or Dungeons and Dragons, like that was super taboo. I'm from way out in the sticks in Tennessee, and you you didn't do that stuff like that's that was right. all of the devil. So my dad expressly asked me to stop playing Diablo at one point because he knew that it was it involved demons. Okay, and and I explained I was like, Dad, look, I'm a holy soldier and I'm killing the devil in this thing. So <laughs> there you go. Did you get him into it? No, he never got into it, but he oh. was. He, he basically let me know that he thought that I was mature enough that he trusted my decision-making skills. Mm-hmm. So. Cool. What about you, Shelly? I don't know. I've been thinking, and I'm not really sure, because I've never seen Game of Thrones. That's... Right. I mean, I just haven't. I have no interest in it. Not necessarily because of this, the content. Like, I guess that's part of it, but mostly just because it's a very long series that I don't want to get into. Yeah. Like, it's just I don't want to commit that time to it. Um, yeah, but yeah, I don't know. Even thinking about things I talk to my friends about, and things I would talk to friends of my church or people in the church in general, I feel like I don't know. My church is very hip and with it a little bit. Um, <laughs> I don't know how else to say that, but I feel like the people. If I were to talk to them about like Dungeons and Dragons. They'd probably be, be they'd probably be cool with it, um, and if they weren't cool with it, it'd probably just because they didn't know what Dungeons and Dragons was. Yeah. Hmm. Um, it's not. I don't know. There's. It's very good, like culture in my church when it comes to um, the gaming community, which is really nice. I mean, one of the there, I, we have like Nintendo workers who go to my church. We have my Microsoft workers who work in the Xbox, you know, section. So. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just don't really know how to answer that question because I don't think there's, you know, I I pretty much own the fact that I play D and D and watch Harry Potter and all that stuff. So maybe there might be something. I just I can't really think of it. But um, I think when it comes to talk about other Christians about just interests in general, I guess okay. I can think mostly it would be music. It would be definitely the music realm that I feel less comfortable talking about to other Christians because I listen to a very, and I, I missed the question last week. You guys talked about music you're geek out about, but um, I listen to a, a whole variety of music. Like I just love all different sorts of music, but that includes people like The Weeknd. That includes people like Halsey. That includes people like Jason Derulo. Their lyrics are trash in the sense that it's very inappropriate. But okay. I don't listen because of the lyrics. I listen because just the music self's good. Their voices are amazing. Yada, yada. So, but it's definitely one of those things where I'm just like, yeah, I could talk about how I listen to that music. But, you know, I'm not sure if you want to hear that. 
So I see. I yeah. used to give my brother a hard time because he listened to hip hop a lot, and mm-hmm. and he would say he he listened to it because he liked the beats and that sort of thing. And I was like, dude, yeah. there's no way in the world you're not hearing the lyrics, and these lyrics are absolute fiery garbage. Like, yeah, it's talking about all this terrible stuff. I said, there's no way that's not affecting you. But he said he said the same sort of thing. He was listening to it because he liked the beats and the sound. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I my worry whenever that happens is uh, getting it stuck in your head because I've had bad experiences with getting songs stuck in my head that were not appropriate. Yeah, we talked about it before. It's a bad time. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I think you can definitely listen to the music for like for the sake of the music and not not what's being said. Yeah, because I can I can also listen to the music for the lyrics as well. It's just I don't know. I'm a band kid. Most songs you play in band do not have lyrics, so mm-hmm. I listen to that first. Okay, so makes sense. Yeah, cool. Yeah, I I'm kind of on the same boat as you guys. I really don't have anything that I'm uh, ashamed to tell you, especially uh, as far as testimony goes. Because uh, when I think of that, I'm thinking like people that are not Christians being like, "Oh, I thought you were a Christian." Uh, one thing that I've like struggled with um, outside of that is is cursing. Uh, a lot of like, you know, you look at the Bible and cursing isn't necessarily, um, it doesn't say thou shall not curse in the Bible, but there are a lot of people and I'll, I'll do this too, um, with artists. Uh, when you, when you hear Christian cuss, it completely, um, makes you question, oh, are they actually Christians? Um, I'll do that with, I'm so bad with that with music. If I hear a Christian rapper cuss, I'm like, oh, I thought this was a Christian group. Am I, am I wrong? Um. And I hate that I do that, but, um, so that, that's been something that I've been more aware of, um, the last few years of my Christianity really kind of since I started getting on uh, camera, I guess, um, that, that can, that can hurt my testimony. But as far as ev- like, uh, you know, DD, Harry Potter, things like that, uh, I, I would be excited if someone was like, oh, you watched that. I thought you were a Christian. Cause then I could get into a, a deeper conversation, um, with them about it. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know really other than that. I just kind of, yeah, I think that's, that's my answer. I don't really, really get too bugged by it. Uh, and one thing in the church, I'm not trying to save the saved. I've mentioned that before. So going on from that, I, I did want to, it's probably going to be all of my geeking out will be this show. Uh, so I'm going to I'm going to get it out right now in front of Joe's uh, just because I know Joe has seen it, too. Um, but because it just came out is Altered Carbon. And I feel like uh, it's a very big topic. Netflix has been pushing it very hard. And that, a lot that's of a big part are... of the reason I wanted to see it, because yeah. it's been like Net- Netflix's premiere thing. Yeah. For months. And people yeah. are very interested in Altered Carbon. Uh, so I wanted to give kind of our our thoughts on it. Uh, Joe, just off the bat, what did you think from what you've seen so far? I like cyberpunk type stuff. I think the concepts yeah. of the world and, and being able to download the conscience in a stack and shift it to a new sleeve and that sort of thing. I really like that conceptually. Mm-hmm. I think that world is interesting. And, and that's part of why I want to watch it. Mm-hmm. And and you can clearly tell that there's something a lot deeper going on. I've only seen the first episode, but 
at the same time, you can also, I mean, like there's, there's all the nudity and stuff that you were mentioning. There's drug use. Yeah. There's excessive violence, which quite frankly, language and violence don't bother me. Yeah. But I don't care anything for drug use. Just, just don't care anything for it. And I'm a, I try to avoid the nudity. And so there's a, this, this show is going to be real difficult to get through if VidAngel can't help me out. Yeah. I, so I'm in, I, I really liked the show. So I'm at four episodes in. Uh, I love cyberpunk stuff. Uh, I am going to, and I don't often say this, um, I think this is a very dangerous show um, spiritually for a lot of Christians, especially if you if you suffer, uh, you struggle with pornography. Um, I, and for full disclosure, I, I watch Game of Thrones. Um, I watch Westworld. We'll be we talking about Westworld in a little while. Um, and like that stuff hasn't triggered anything in me. And not to say that this has triggered anything in me, but um, it's so over the top. Like you said, you had to fast forward through a third of an episode. Yeah. Of it. Um, the, and I usually say in shows, I say the nudity in it. Uh, this is very specifically pornography. They literally um, have him go pl- to a place where um, he's like, it, you watch porn. Um, and then if you want, you can make the porn come out of the screen and be a, a person. Um, and so I was really bummed by that because uh, from a non-Christian point of view, like getting out of the spiritual, like obviously it's going to bother me as a Christian. Um, but with Westworld, when they used nudity, it was to make you – it was not in a sexual way whatsoever at first. They They had – they have a scene in Westworld that completely ruins that and makes me really mad. Westworld's not perfect. Uh, but for a lot of it, it's it's these robots and they're naked because they're robots and they're not humans. And it helps. Um, it, it degrades them for the sake of the story. And it gets in your mind that these are not uh, people but objects, which is the point they're trying to make. Uh, and so I see Alter Carbon where you are pay- taking you know this, this soul and putting it into a uh, microchip basically. Um, and I was really thinking that that's what they would do with this because it'd be so easy for them to do. And to say these sleeves is what they call, uh, the bodies that you put your souls into. Um, I, it'd be really easy for them to make these sleeves and say, they're just bodies. They're not important to us anymore. I was gonna say, that's another part of the reason that I'm interested in the show. Like, there's a very strong spiritual overtone in that first episode, especially with, I mean, there's a whole faction of people who, who believe that if, as soon as you die, like if you have your consciousness transferred out of that, you know, take your stack and put it in another sleeve, you're going to hell. Mm -hmm. Like they're very explicit about that. That's a spiritual thing. Like you're denying the soul, the ability to move on in their mind. And I thought it was interesting, but I'm also really bummed about that. Um, and that's, that's the, specifically the Catholic Church is uh, in that show is is the belief people that believe that. Oh, uh, I didn't catch and that. I, yeah, you won't. You'll catch it later. Um, I want to see the Christians that are into this that are being persecuted because we would become ridiculous. Like a persecuted Christian that can come back to life is going to be murdered and then is going to go get a new body to 
it's strong enough to build a church. <laughs> oh, like, <man>. you know, <laughs> the if it church works. would be all over this. We would, we could do so much. Like, we would not stop telling people about Jesus if we could just keep coming back every time he killed us and come and tell you, like, especially in persecuted countries. Um, I don't. I, now we do get into some real weird territory because what good is a martyr if you if you're not actually dead? Yeah, that's true. Well, and is there and, ever a way to get into heaven if you just keep right? If you never actually let yourself your move on, yeah. It's that's like true. what's the point of being saved if there's nowhere to like <laughs> right go? So all right, let's know? let's get into this because this is how, fun. how precious um. is a soul if you don't have to worry about death? <laughs> right. I I would assume two things. One, you get tired of life. Uh, which, in case you can you can delete yourself. Uh, but two, if you believe in, uh, you know, the rapture. If you believe, not the rapture necessarily, but the end of the world. That Jesus is coming back. Um, then I, I think that as long as you feel like you still have a mission, you still have a purpose here. Um, you know, I would say... The, the real question, the morality question would be, is the chip of, uh, like, when we look at the internet and we say it's God-given, um, we can use it to glorify God. Um, a lot of people say it's it's very satanic because there's a lot of evil stuff on the internet. Um, so with this chip, is it is it a bad thing or is it a good thing? Um, I think if you, you believe you can glorify God with it, um, then it would not be uh, evil in any way. I just keep coming back until... God and like you said, you can like I said, you can if that chip gets destroyed, you're done. Um, I don't think anything's gonna stop God from from destroying that chip when he's ready. Maybe like, all right, you you've had enough. <laughs> I uh, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. That is it, that is weird territory. It's a weird question. Um, I would hope that there would be Christians out there that would be like, we're gonna put churches up everywhere. <laughs> yeah we've got all the time of the world um yeah i don't know i so I, I do really love the show but if you struggle with pornography in any way uh even if you watch game of thrones or westworld and that doesn't trigger you um uh, be very wary of of this show um he, he literally goes to a red light district uh, in the first episode, he goes to a strip club. Um, and then, like I said, he goes to a place where it's, it's literally about watching porn, um, in a few episodes after that. Uh, other than that story is very deep. There's a lot going on. The, you got the cyberpunk world that they're doing really well, of, uh, letting you into, uh, and then there's his story that's going on at the moment. And then his past life story. It's all really interesting. Uh, well written, very Netflix, but uh, like I said, I think it's one of the most dangerous uh, shows I've seen. So it's one of them that has like made me pull back the most in a long time um, and have to like really think about it and question it. So I just double checked. A, my TV does not support the VidAngel app. B, no. uh, VidAngel does not have altered carbon on it yet. But it will. They, yeah. Yeah, I think like people have to go so. through and and like eventually. It's that. just it's so new, you know. Yeah, you yeah. It's only been out like three days, four days, maybe. And they have people literally, I think, watching that and 
Imagine having that job. Right. Your job is to watch and to see what needs to be cut out. Wow. I mean, to be fair, that's kind of what we're aiming to do with our reviews at Geeks Under Grace is to let people know that content's there. We're not going through and filtering it out. Yeah. But we're letting people know that it's there so that they can avoid it if they want. Yeah, Mm -hmm. so it has to be seen. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm bothered by it. I think that they didn't have to go as far as they did with a lot of stuff. Uh, and it still could have been a really good show. Uh, I, I do hope to see more. And I would hope to see what happened with Game of Thrones, which was the first season was really, really bad. First few seasons. Uh, but they've toned it down a lot since the first few seasons, just because I think, first, they've made their point. Um, and secondly, there were so many people that were tired of it. Um, you, you lose viewerships when you get that uh, graphic. Uh, you know, you, you lose a lot of people that just aren't going to watch that because. But at they the don't same like time, it. Netflix has been pushing the envelope further and further and further. Yeah, this shows. This is probably the furthest I've seen them um, go, kind of over the edge. Yeah. Uh, but going on from that, I just wanted to put that out there because I had a, a, a few different thoughts. Um, with Joe, what are you geeking out about this week? All right, so lots of stuff this week. I've been busy with my geeking for the last week. The bulk of it's been in Monster Hunter World. Uh, straight up, I know LJ's been playing it some too. <laughs> I've got like 35 to 40 hours in this thing, and it's only been out about a week and a half. Wow. Dang. I beat I beat the main story, and I'm still going back for more. Have you fought Godzilla? He's not in there that I'm aware of. Wouldn't that be a Wouldn't wonderful be cool, DLC? Though? I have fought dragons, yeah. though. I have killed and captured dragons and turned them into my armor. That's cool. It is cool. It's a lot of Would fun. Would you buy a DLC that sold you Godzilla? Yeah, probably. <laughs> They've said that they're going to be releasing a ton of DLC. So <laughs> I finished the story, and I know that there are at least two or three other major monsters that I have seen that weren't in the game before you beat the main story. Okay. So they add more and more stuff to do after you finish the story. That's cool. Yeah. So that would be so smart. I don't know. I just like clicking with me to make DLC of monsters from different franchises. So uh, they've already done. Did you get uh, Ryu. Uh, well, and and on the other side of it, like as far as playable characters, they've already added Aloy from Horizon Zero Dawn on the on the PS4 version as a playable character. That's cool. They've announced that they're going to allow some Street Fighter characters to come in as DLC, and they made it so that your little cat sidekick can be Mega Man. That's, That's pretty awesome. Cool. So they're they're supporting it in a, in a pretty handy way so far, and I mean, like I said, I've I've got about thirty five hours in it, and if I looked at my current task list and just did what was on my current task list in that game, I've probably still got another two hundred hours of of content to play. Hmm. And so it, and it just keeps stacking stuff up, and and the story is still kind of growing in a fashion even after you that's beat cool. the main narrative. I, that seems like it's kind of a, a thing that they're going, like Mario did that, Mario Odyssey. Um, was, the, was the story relatively easy, and now it's getting way more hard? The story was not easy. Like Okay. I don't want to say it was easy. I had, it was me and a buddy, and a, me and a couple buddies ended up playing through most of the missions together. Yeah, and the monsters get harder the more people that are in there. You can have up to four people on a hunt at once. The monsters okay. get harder, but you know you got three or four of you welling on it, trying to trap it and 
climb on its back and rodeo it and all kinds of stuff. And yeah, it, it can take anywhere from two or three minutes if you know what you're doing and it's a really easy monster up to like 45. You get like 50 minutes allotted that you can do this hunt. And some of them will take 35 or 40 minutes once you find the monster because you have to track it across the land to find it before you can engage right. it. Right. Yeah. Take it out. Uh, yeah. You can kill it and harvest mm-hmm. it that way. You can trap it if you got the materials to do it. I mean, it's they give you a lot of options. There's like 14 different weapons. All 14 weapons play completely differently. And you can make one suit of armor out of each different monster in the in the core game. Once you finish mm-hmm. the core game, you can do high rank play, which makes all the monsters harder, adds new mechanics to their fights. Like in some okay. instances, I fought one earlier today that had two or three things that it never did in, in the base game. Which I thought was fascinating. Like, it would go to a part of the map, do a certain thing. It had two or three new attacks that it didn't have before. So, there's a lot of game here. And I'm... Un- unless... Unless 2018 really brings some fire, this is probably a strong contender for my game of the year already. Wow. Yeah, wow. That's very early, but, you know. I mean, I haven't had... If you're confident. <laughs> I, mean, I haven't had this much fun with a game in a long time. I I got into Destiny like this originally, but Destiny's story wasn't nearly as good as Monster Hunter's story is. And this is way more rewarding because everything you do, like if I'm wearing a piece of gear in that game, I had to be involved in that hunt. People can't just give you stuff. So you have to be there to earn everything. Right. Wow. So I want a Final Fantasy... DLC that makes you fight Animan twice. That would not surprise me. It wouldn't surprise me to see that come around, especially with Final Fantasy 15 doing all the crossover stuff they've been doing. I have so oh, yeah. many thoughts now. That would be cool. <laughs> it sounds like a lot of fun. Um, I, I'm curious if there's going to be. I, I might have to get the game now. I wasn't planning on buying it. Um, I'll say this. It. It has a big barrier to entry. There are a lot of systems okay. stacked on top of one another, but this is... I've tried to get into this franchise for 10 years, and, and it was in, virtually impenetrable until now. Like the, Yeah, this is most, these most easily accessible, correct? Yeah. Out of all the of them. two other guys that I'm playing with have never played a Monster Hunter before, and they're having an absolute blast with it. Cool. And I've tried to get into like six of these, and this is the first one, and I'm I'm eating it up. I played some demo, I think, on the Wii. Was it Wii? Yeah, they did do a somewhere. Wii version of the game. Like It was really confusing. Yep. I got the cat to sing, and then I kind of gave up on it. <laughs> this this is definitely wow. the easiest one. And, and a lot of that, they implemented a, a mechanic called Scout Flies, where as you're working through the environment, you can come up on, like, you know, footprints, paw prints, like scrapings and stuff like that. And you research cool. them, and the scout flies after it gets enough of them will lead you to the monster. So That's awesome. it helps cut down a lot of the tracking time and and that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. I wonder how um, people who are big fans of the original Monster Hunter, Monster Hunter games do they also like this game? Yeah, I, or... I would be curious to know too. From what I've heard, they've provided a lot of stuff for longtime Monster Hunter fans. Okay. But I've not won myself. Yeah, I can 
Yeah, I could just think about how um, it sort of sounds like the same thing that happened with Fire Emblem and like Fire Emblem Awakening coming out being like the most popular game, but so many Fire Emblem fans were super bitter about it because they changed so much and they made it super accessible for everyone. So yeah, I'd be curious to hear about that. Like, what but. what I, this has finally done what I've been trying to do with it for years, and I've told other people like, hey, if they could ever just make a Monster Hunter on modern consoles that that leveraged the power of the consoles and the online infrastructures with that, it, I would be set. And they have done exactly that. Like it's it's exactly what I hoped for. That's awesome. Wow. So yeah. I I might have to pick it up. I won't be able to play with you, Jay, though. I yeah, you're gonna be playing PS4. on PS4. Yeah, I'm playing on Xbox One. So if you're out there in the community and you're playing on Xbox One, uh, I would play it on Switch. There yeah. was a Switch. They actually released in Japan a different Monster Hunter game that's Switch exclusive to Japan. What? Oh, weird. I think it's called like Monster Hunter XX. Interesting. I, well, I would want I would want this game. Yeah, I don't think the that that one's coming stateside and it's only Switch exclusive. But this one's still coming to the PC as well. They don't have a date on the PC oh. version yet, but I know a lot of our stream team will probably look at that. Yeah, I'm curious. Once it comes to PC, it does look really good, and I. At this point, it's just would I get on PS4? Or would I get on PC? And if more my friends are on PC, I would get it there. I would. So I would be a lot less inclined to continue playing it like I am if I didn't have friends playing it. Mm-hmm. But it's still fun solo. Like I jumped on today and did a couple of hunts by myself just to pass the time. Cool. But, um, moving on from that, I, I played just a little bit of Dragon Ball Fighters. I've Z- yeah with a Z. I've not played a ton of it. I played a l- the first couple chunks of the first arc in the story, but I've not really gotten to dive into it a whole lot yet. Um, I played through one round of, of fights in Dissidia Final Fantasy NT. That is a Dissidia game, but they made it three on three now. So it's a big open arena fighter game with all the big Final Fantasy... Noctis is in it. Vaughn from Final Fantasy XII awesome. is in it. Ishtola from... Knocked another one out. Ramza. So you all probably are too young to know who Ramza is, but Ramza Biolv from Final Fantasy Tactics is a playable character in there. Okay. Uh, I mean, yeah, they've they've got. I've only known Noctis. (laughs) Yeah, they've they've got characters from Final Fantasy One through Final Fantasy Fifteen, and they have Tactics, and they have characters from the main story of both Eleven and Fourteen, the MMOs. Is Cloud in it? Yeah, and so Sephiroth. Okay. I mean, I figured he would be, yeah. but... <laughs> yeah, if Cloud wasn't in it, I was like, well, he's in Smash. He has to be yeah. in the Final Fantasy game. His own fighting it's, game. Yeah. It's definitely a weird style of fighting game, because it's gargantuan arenas, and there's like 20 tutorials to work through to figure out all these systems for the game. And and I've played the mess out of the Dissidia games on PSP, and I still... It still took me like an hour with the game to f- to remember how to play. Did you say it was a three person match? It's three on three, and you can play online. Yep. That seems really. It is weird. Confusing. <laughs> it is. I real mean, does weird. it work well though? I've only played against the computer, so it's been me and two AIs versus three AIs. Seems to work okay so far. That's I. I wish they'd left it one on one because the old Dissidias were one on one. Okay. And I'm not, I'm not sure how I feel about this one yet. 
Uh, I played through all of Wolverblade. LJ's reviewed that up on the site. Yeah. Uh, he reviewed it for the Switch. I played it on PS4. That's a cool game. Uh, if, if you're looking for a beat-em-up that's not too expensive, something that you can play, be aware that it does have adult content. You can cut off limbs and heads and stuff and <laughs> throw those at your enemies. Wow. Okay. <laughs> that's intense. And it's a 2D, cartoony kind of game, but yeah, it's it's fun. It's a good one. Celeste. The art style reminded me vaguely. Well, it's not the same, but uh, Brawlhalla. Yeah, it's a... Kinda- yeah. I see where you're getting with that. I've been playing Celeste a little bit. I'm I've gotten through two or three levels. That's a pretty difficult platformer, and I'm playing it on the Switch, but it's out on everything. I think we have someone named Celeste on staff, and I was like, "You're playing who?" <laughs> <laughs> huh, excuse like, me. That's not nice, Joe. It's it's a fun game. If you like platformers and a little bit of challenge, this is one you should definitely look at. And then I'm watching Parks and Rec. So still, yeah. How Solid. are you? I think I'm on the fourth season now. Oh wow! So flying through it then. Leslie has run for city council at this point, so I haven't watched. I need to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's wonderful. Moving into the gaming news, I told you I've been nerding out on a lot, geeking out on a lot. Uh, moving into the gaming news, Red Dead Redemption Two has gotten an updated release date. The new date that they're aiming for is October 26th of this year. So hopefully okay. before Thanksgiving or yeah, before before Halloween even. Yeah. Uh I'm excited for this game. I didn't play the first one. Uh, but I it's one of those games that I I look back at it and I'm like, "Man, I wish I would have played." It's I don't I don't track well with Rockstar games. Mhm. Mainly because a lot of their content has put me right. off i don't play mortal or i don't understandable play, uh, grand theft auto yeah yeah i know this is a western grand theft auto but yeah it's so pretty looking it, it looks beautiful and you got to give them credit i mean the magnitude of the stuff they make is impressive but mm-hmm. i probably won't even bother picking it up didn't they also delay anthem yeah anthem got pushed back to 2019 they said that there's a Dragon Age game that they were starting to work on. Yes, I've heard news about it. <laughs> oh. And they are they pulled the Dragon Age team off to help with Anthem. I oh, wow. would weigh if they're gonna pay more attention to Dragon Age than Anthem and even if Anthem is delayed, I am totally fine with that. Well yeah. I am put your energy into Dragon Age. Won't Dragon Age be taking longer because they pulled them away from well, that will make I Dragon Age want... take longer, but she's saying that they'll get to focus on is making there... a Dragon Age oh, game when they do it. Yeah, if they focus on making it good, like, yeah, if they don't rush it like they did with Andromeda. Right. I want to point out, too, I think all three of you predicted that. The Yeah, all that they would push it back. Like, Anthem, uh, three being LJ uh, listening, yeah. listening in and editing it up. We're all like, it's going to get delayed. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, moving on, Far Cry 5, which was controversial in and of itself when, when they revealed it, they've announced that mm-hmm. uh, Season Pass is going to give players Far Cry 3, which is arguably one of the best Far Cries in the series, so. Okay. And then, That's a strange thing to put in a in a Season Pass. Yeah, I've seen other games do that, though. Kind of okay. lean a little bit on, on their earlier library. And then, um... 
the Atari game Tempest, which was even around before I was born, they, there's a, a small company that got a Kickstarter going and it passed, and they're going to be making a one-sixth scale size arcade cabinet with Tempest coming out this year. That's cool. Yep. It's weird that we're getting news about that and we haven't heard anything about the Atari console yet. Yeah, I'm going to guess that Atari console's probably not happening. Yeah. We'll see. I'm hoping. E3. I mean, they were fishing for people that had worked on stuff and were looking to work on something. I mean, it almost sounded like yeah. an Ouya sort of situation. Right. And we don't know, like, who had rights to what as far as Atari goes. Anymore. Yeah. Don't know. Uh, That's like, true. Like, this, we have an Atari Tempest, you know, cabinet coming out. Yeah. Atari probably doesn't own that at all. I'm sure they're licensing it out or something. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, moving on from the news, we got the pull list this week. There are a handful of titles worth checking out. Shadow of the Colossus is coming to the PS4. And, yes. And obviously that's going to be the definitive way to play it. I think it's being released at $40, so it's not going to be a full price title on release. Okay. But that's going to be a gorgeous game with massive bosses that's the and HD. stuff. Yeah. yeah, it'll be in, I guess, in 4K if you got a PS4 Pro. Um, one that I think a lot of the team here is probably interested in, Final Fantasy XV yep. Pocket Edition. I literally yes. read it and just started like getting on my phone. <laughs> I know. I was going to say, is it out like right now or is it out later this week? Is it out now? Make the call. Yeah, do you know what is it is? It, is it out? Yeah, Cody, you check. Yeah, Cody's uh, looking I, at his phone. Looking, I'm not even... It's not popping up funny yet, thing, so that's not looking good. The funny thing about that is if it does come out this week, that's actually perfect timing because I was actually planning on... Um, there's one of my friends who I would always play Final Fantasy with uh, like last year when I first had the game. And I haven't played in so long. I'm at the very last... I'm at the end, essentially. But the problem is I'm not motivated enough to go back and finish it because I forget <laughs> everything that happened leading up. So if this helps me remember everything that happened leading up, it's kind of perfect for me. Yeah, you just got to put in just another 40 week. hours into it. Yeah. <laughs> so it'll be, it'll be fine. Back from the field here. Uh, did some hard digging. You can, on Android, pre-register for the game. Okay. Oh, completely free. Um, you get the first chapter um, and play for free. Download chapter one and play for free. You okay. can also pre-order on here. On Sorry, when I say here, I mean iOS. On iOS. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Expected so it looks February like it's going to come out in chapters probably. Yeah. So that's in like four days. From I now. mean, they, they said ahead well, of time it was going to come out in chapters. So You need okay. two gigabytes of RAM. Ooh. For and a, phone? a CPU of one... 0.5 gigahertz or greater. So you need a newer phone. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think what has two gigs of RAM. Uh, I know mine does. I think, isn't it four? I think it's two. Two is like the modern norm right now. Okay. Um, also coming out this week, Dragon Quest Builders is coming to the Switch. If you're looking for Minecraft in a Dragon Quest world, that's kind of what that is. That sounds wonderful. It's pretty neat, not gonna lie, and it's it's very blocky, just like, just like Minecraft right. is. It would not be wonderful if it wasn't blocky. Yeah, if you were like, it's not blocky or anything, you just dig, and I would be like, oh, <laughs> never mind. Oh, it's Ark, great. Yeah. <laughs> um, so this wasn't on IGN's list, but from what I could find, it looks like Dynasty Warriors Nine is coming out this week. But but okay. IGN's release list didn't have it listed on there, so I don't know. And then I can't believe there's nine of those. I can't believe they only have nine listed because I can 
think I mean they've come out with so many versions of all those games too. Mm-hmm. And, and then and then they've got Hyrule all the Warriors, yeah, Hyrule Warriors, yep. Fire Emblem Warriors. Well, and then like all yeah, the romance of the Warriors. Three Kingdoms games, and those are those aren't Musou games; those are strategy games, but same story. Okay. Uh, and then huh. the Seven Deadly Sins, the the anime, is getting a game. Yes. Ooh. Um, and it looks like an arena fighter, kind of like Final Fantasy Dissidia. Okay. I'm a little more interested now. So it's one-on-one I, arena fights. Every anime to video game I've seen has been a JRPG. Um, and they've been, like, not done super well, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, I I loved Dot Hack back in the day. I hated the Dot Hack game. Yeah. Uh, I don't know which one it was, but it was JRPG. And I know other people loved it, and I'll get flack for that. But <laughs> Well, that's it for gaming. Uh, Shelly, what are you geeking about? this week not a I'm, not a lot of stuff basically the reason i was gone last week is because that i totally I to, remembered that you yeah after <laughs> um so my dm dm meaning dungeon master um of three years who is still my dungeon master today but he has been for since my freshman year of college for D D. for D. um he was on jeopardy and um, he recorded months ago. You know, he flew down to L.A., said, like, okay, we can't meet this week because I'll be in L.A. And we're like, oh, that's so cool. But it, viewed, <laughs> it aired this week. Um, right. So we went to his house on Monday and watched it with him, which was really funny because if you've seen the first episode with him on it, his name's Ryan. He's the one who right. won, like, four times in a row. row um, <laughs> Not to brag week. or anything. Yeah. But, um. He's basically yeah. the best. We watched it, and it was just funny because he didn't do well the first, uh, like, half of the first episode. So we're all just, like, yelling at him, like, what are you doing? Get your head in the game. He's like, just watch, guys. Like, <laughs> keep watching. <laughs> was there anything that he, like, editing-wise that he was surprised by? Uh, he said he kind of blanked on what even happened that week it was just everything oh, okay. they record multiple episodes in a day so it basically all happened like a blur to him okay I didn't, that's so wa- and watching it he was like oh wait okay now i remember this like he was sort of like reliving yeah. it a little bit well, it was all in a day and it's gonna be really exhausting i think it was in all in two or three days but yeah right um still like a lot for a couple days um especially yeah it was just he was basically saying that, like, God pushed him through a little bit. Nah. He was, like, way too tired to put go on, but he somehow did it. Um, so, that's funny. But um, That's awesome. Yeah, he did really, really well. Everyone is seeing him on the news now because he doesn't know football, which is fair. He doesn't know football. But <laughs> thank goodness the other guys didn't know football either. Yeah, it's gone um, viral. Yeah, no, straight up. It was... It's crazy. Um, I just... I just like how he, it was still an episode that he won. Like, no, he didn't yeah. know any of that stuff, but he still won. He still got so much money. He ended up with uh, ninety-one or ninety-two thousand dollars by the end of it. Um, wow. But I don't know about taxes. But right. That's it's before taxes. He, and he hasn't gotten it yet, but he's gonna get it. Um, and that's so which crazy. is really cool. Yeah, it's just it's so fun to like play D and D with him though because. He is, he just belongs on Jeopardy. We go on random tangents, he'll say this weird obscure reference or explain like, oh, like, 
historically, this happened here and blah, blah, blah. I mean, <laughs> our campaign world is very based off of um, world history, like our world history. He'll kind of okay. like replace things and do different things, but he'll like throw things like the Spanish Inquisition in there. He'll throw things like, ah, oh, I can't even think, but um, like communism. <laughs> and pretty much everything that happened in like our actual world history either has happened in our campaign's history or probably will. Um, which okay. is really funny. Like every country in on our earth is probably in the campaign. It's it's great though, but I'm just really proud of him, and it was super duper fun to look forward to every night. And be like, oh my gosh, Ren's gonna be on Jeopardy again. We're gonna cheer him on, and we'd always go to Twitter afterwards and see all the live tweets about people um, talking about him, <laughs> which was really funny because yeah. either people loved him or they hated him. There was no in between. People weren't Aww, indifferent. They, they loved to hate. They would him. tweet about it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it was it was super duper fun. Um, that's so like, exciting. Kind of bummed he lost the fifth one, but at the same time, like he won so much money, like it does not matter. Right. He did so well. So that was that was my life last week. How many that's people can say gone. they know somebody that won Jeopardy? Yeah. Yeah, four times in a row, especially with one of the one of the episodes being the biggest comeback since like 2004 or so. Oh wow. And besides, again, he's viral. So I basically am friends with. He's the viral person. because he didn't know sports. Because he didn't know sports. <laughs> yeah, but he knows. Everything else, I swear. He was so smart. I mean, he was a history major. Like, history majors know the things. Yeah. So, <laughs> either way, um, so that was that. The only other thing I could even think of about geeking out is I finally saw the movie Signs. And I consider that geeky because it's like sci fi. Mm-hmm. So, you just saw I Signs? I've seen it, and yeah, people are like, You've never seen Signs? And I'm like, Well, I'm kind of like, You've never seen Signs. It's random, fine. random fact. The first time I, I don't think, maybe, I think it was the first time I saw signs. It was either the first or second. I've only seen twice. Um, was in a church. And my pastor yeah. was the one that put it on. I put it on for I mean, a youth group because of the Christian. Makes sense. Exactly. My um, my boyfriend was the one who wanted to watch it with me because it's one of his favorite movies. And he explained to me before, he's like, okay, technically, and looking at it from a movie critic standpoint, it's not the best movie. But you look at it from a philosophical standpoint, it's amazing. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Now I knew like going into it, and yeah, I really, really like it. And again, I would agree where it's like, if you look at it from a movie critic standpoint, there's a lot of weird things that didn't make sense in the movie. The weird silver thing walking across the... Like, why didn't they turn off the lights in the first place? You know, it's just little stuff like that. But um, I just love how cheesy the, the image is, the video of the thing. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. Walking across the screen. But just like, taking what... M. Night Shyamalan was trying to put into it and trying to get the the message he was trying to get across and all the little details he threw into that, I thought was really good. And I It's really better than it. The Last Airbender. Uh, A bag of hot poo-poo is better than The Last Airbender. Shyamalan messed up with that. I don't understand <laughs> why. It's like there's two of them. There's the first one who made signs and made, what, like the Sixth Sense and stuff like that. Because he did yeah. that movie too, right? Yeah. And then there's Why the second Shyamalan. Why did he make The Last Airbender? Like, think about his like movie know. history. It makes no sense. It doesn't make any sense. He's very artsy. Like, you could see the art shots in those movies. And with Airbender, it's like, well, yeah. what are you doing? It's so... <sighs> Michael Bay should have We're not going to talk anymore. No, I'm not sure if that would have been that much better. <laughs> Just giant explosions coming out of their heads. Anybody else should have made it. How about, how about no one make a live action movie? Just watch the show because it's perfect. <laughs> this is true. Like, honestly. They didn't need Legend of Korra. You don't need to watch that. You just need to watch 
Airbender, and then you'll be happy. I like Legend of Korra. I know not everyone agrees. No, I mean, I like it for the most part. It's just like, it's I can't compare it to The Last Airbender. Yeah, it's not necessary to watch Legend of Korra. It yeah. is necessary to watch Last Airbender. Definitely. Fact. I would completely agree. Get through the first season. The first season is amazing, but you're watching it at like an adult level. It's not going to be as good because yeah. didn't. I watched it when I was 12 and I grew up with the show and it was Oh awesome. yeah, same. Uh, I... The first season is kiddish, but it's still a great show. The third season's still my favorite. I think it was it's supposed the third to be kiddish. Is. Yeah, it like it it's grew up so... with you. It does. Man, I really want to watch that now. But I won't I, because... I marathoned it last year. I marathoned it one or two years ago. Or binge watch it, I guess. That's what they call it now. I lied. Well, yeah. There is a there is a worse movie, I think, than The Last Airbender. The Room? Aragon. Oh. 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 <laughs> no. I... Huh. Nope. I guarantee you. I've read both. I saw the original cartoon. If you go into it without reading the books... And I've read oh. I've read Aragon the book and they they did so much disservice to the book with that movie. But if you if you take if you the last the Airbender book? as a movie without seeing the show, and then if you take Aragon as a movie and not reading the books, are they both still just as bad? I feel both like the last Airbender like is not a good movie movies. in general. I don't know. But I don't know about Aragon. I don't know. Aragon it's was like, like a cheap sci fi channel movie. Yeah, okay. Then it's still not good. It was really sad. I uh, I think I think it was more disappointed with Last Airbender. I was angry at Aragon, but I watched it. Last Airbender, <laughs> I'm not angry. I was just disappointed. I made it to the scene where where Safira grows up, mm-hmm. and I went to bed in an instant. I didn't. I didn't finish the movie. I went to bed. Well, then how do you know like, it's the worst movie? It is. <laughs> <laughs> but how do you know? Because it wasn't worth me finishing. <laughs> I, at least fact, I don't even think I finished Last Airbender to be honest. I probably watched maybe less than half of it before I stopped. I finished Last Airbender was really boring, and I watched it again. It's been a long time now, but I did watch it a second time because the first time I watched it, and I was really tired, and I was like, maybe I'm just right. like super. Like, maybe posing. it's just my tired mind making pointing out all the worst things in it, you know? Yeah, like, and that wasn't nope. the case. It was actually really bad. It's actual trash. Uh, we can move on. I. We got a tangent. No, it's fine. I, I don't know. <laughs> Why are you lingering on this stuff? Geeking out time, so <laughs> we can just go on to the movie news, though. Um, I'll I'll end with the most important thing. Well, most important. I don't know. They're all trailers. They're all related to trailers, and they're all related to Disney, but not classic Disney. So we got Andy oh, yeah. the Wasp trailer true. that came out last week, I believe. So that's cool and interesting. Proof I that Disney we... owns everything. Oh, for, yeah, yeah. Um. But Ant-Man yeah, Ant looks Man really good. I think it looks really good. It it separates. It's like, it's obviously in the MCU, and obviously Ant-Man has you know and been involved with the Avengers and stuff. But it seems like separate enough. I don't mm-hmm. know why, but it, it just, looks like, like it happens it before in... Infinity War. I don't know if Maybe. that's going to be the case or not. But they talk more about Civil War than they do. They talk about Civil War a little bit. Yeah, they don't mention Infinity War, but that also makes sense because. Well, you can spoil Infinity War. Right. Yeah. Uh, so I'm curious. Right. I think it looks good. I really love in the trailer, just they go really hard with the making things big and shrinking things. I yeah. think that's like the coolest thing ever. They got really they creative with it. a whole building and yeah. roll it. I've heard like a, a lot of smart suitcase. people are really angry with the building shrinking. <laughs> 
I mean, it, it makes no sense, but it's cool. And the Pez, they make a Pez. They make a Pez huge. It's a Hello Kitty Pez, and they throw it at this yeah. guy on a motorcycle. And I'm like, this is amazing. I the car stuff, like, they're being way more creative with their science than they were the first uh, yeah, movie. Yeah, it kind of makes sense, though. It's like they, I think Disney slash Marvel has realized um, each character, each hero's strengths and the, like what makes them unique and cool. Like with Doctor Strange, they went kind of overboard with like the magic and the portals and the flipping everything upside down thing. And then with Ant-Man, they're like, let's take this thing, which is, you know, shrinking and making things big and let's go like overboard with it, but not actually overboard because it actually makes it work. Yeah. So um, I, another tangent, I watched <laughs> how it should have ended. You brought up Doctor yeah. Strange and I just say it. I should never watch how it should have ended because it makes me angry. Uh, it was for mm-hmm. Thor Ragnarok and uh, Doctor Strange uh, in their how it should have ended comes back to when Hela is revealed and it was like now there's another one of you you guys were supposed to be gone already I'm yeah. just gonna send her through a portal that goes <laughs> forever yeah and I was like oh that is what should have happened <laughs> that is Doctor Strange could have fixed this whole situation it's fine it's more dramatic the other way yeah that's Made always how it is more of a it's movie. just more dramatic I can't suspend um, my disbelief <laughs> exactly, Joe. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Doctor Strange is really overpowered. He is, yeah. I'm really excited to see how he that, does That dude is all worse. about where you park two boats. I It's a paradox. I don't understand that. Uh, <laughs> wow. Oh man, a paradox. <laughs> I get it. No, I get it now. I'm going to move on. <laughs> okay. Because We're going to have to revisit this Super later, Bowl, there's also there's also a new trailer for Infinity Wars which um revealed I don't know a couple new not really plot stuff I don't think they Cap showed shield. but there's a lot of new scenes. The shield. Oh yeah. Captain America has this cool arm shield Pointy. now. That's not Sword his shield. One. But it uh, looks like, you know, he's standing next to Black Panther and so obviously they put some vibranium in it or they must have. Yeah, so, so it's gonna be made the of whole same shield stuff is vibranium, more. right? Yeah, I mean, Cap's yeah, shield has always been vibranium. Yeah, but it looks different. Oh, it's not circle. In other it's words, like extending from his arm. Wakandan technology better than Stark technology. In other words, if Wolverine didn't have claws coming out of his arms, but a shield, that's essentially Captain America right now. Yeah, <laughs> um, which is super cool, and yeah, seeing Spider-Man in his Iron Spider suit and oh. Just, they th- I know they throw all the cool shots in there to get you interested, but it works. I'm I am so interested. I'm so worried ready. about how much Thor and the Guardians are going to, like, we haven't seen them in the major stuff yet. But I assume yeah. it'll all be, I don't know. I trust them. It'll be fine. I hope. I just. Groot's still yeah. little. I figured Groot would be an adult by this. I am he's Groot. Be, he's not little. I think he's a. Teenager. teenager. He's in his teenager years. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. I want to see an adult Groot versus Hulk. He's a teenager. Boo! <laughs> <laughs> Call me butter because I'm on a roll. Anyway, <laughs> let's continue on again because yep. apparently I can't tread on these topics for too long. <laughs> um. <laughs> um. The last Shelly's big trailer. Shelly's ready to uproot you from the show. No. <laughs> uh, the last big trailer that was released, not 
during the Super Bowl, but the day after the Super Bowl, um, was the Han Solo trailer, and everyone was yeah. you know, talking, talking about like when are they going to release stuff about the Han Solo movie? And they finally did. They have a little trailer. How do you guys? He feel? talks like Han Solo, but he doesn't have the voice of Han Solo, and it weirds me out. I haven't seen it yet. Really? Yeah, I need to watch it. It's so good. I'm so excited. Yeah, I don't know. Lando Calrissian is what I hear everybody talk about. I'm very excited for Lando because it's Childish Gambino. Well, Donald Glover. I, I love hate Childish that name. Gambino, though. Childish Gambino or Donald Glover? Childish Gambino. I like him as I mean, an I was actor. Like, what do you have against Donald Glover? I like him as an artist. I'm excited to see him as Lando. But yeah. that's he's very multi talented. Can you tell me what a Gambino oh, is? He's like a. No. I mean, I can't tell you. I know Gambino from the. Uh, um, they call me Trinity. It's an old Western. Super funny. Hmm. I don't know. But, Are you uh, talking about Blazing Saddles? Yeah. No, no, no. It's older than Blazing Saddles, I think. Blazing um, Saddles. It's like old 70s Western era. Uh, they call me Trinity, and he's the right hand of the devil, and then his brother is the left hand of the devil. Uh, but they have the same mom. So the mom's the devil, not the dad. Um, and they're, Interesting. Um, devil with so a red funny. dress. It's it's an old western. If you got the time and you got nothing better to do, they call me Trinity, and then they still call me Trinity. Great, ridiculous movies. Okay, but yeah, I don't really know how to feel about it. I'm gonna probably watch it. I have no reason not to. It's not like I'm not really excited for it, but at the I'm same so time, stumped. it's like I loved Rogue One. I loved how they separated the main um, series. And they put it into, like, this, you know... It, technically, it's a prequel to, like, the fourth one, I understand. Mm-hmm. But it's still so separated from any characters we knew. Like, they were all new characters. It was even all new, like, worlds, kind of. You know, you yeah. get to see parts of the Star Wars universe that you never got to see in any other movie. So, with Han Solo, it's like you're taking a character that everyone knows and loves. And you're going to... I just don't know. It's... I hope... My hope is that they do sort of the same thing as Rogue One in this case of, like, they show off more stuff about the universe that mm-hmm. isn't in the other movies. I feel like it's a really good opportunity to do that. But I think, I think the worry now is, like, yeah, the characterization. Like, are they going to nail it? This is the closest they can get to a Western uh, Star Wars. And I'm hoping that that is what they stick with. I mean, Fireflies. Uh, but it does definitely seem more of a flight thing. Fireflies is as close as you can get to a Western Star Wars. I don't know how to tell you this, Joe, but they're not they're not canon together at all. <laughs> they're not even what? The, the same no! <laughs> oh, well. Everything I thought was a lie. <laughs> oh, you can't take the sky from me. <laughs> I'm being a terrible host. I'm going to go so off track. <laughs> For real. You're a loser. Oh, no. I'm kidding. I'm, I'm kidding. Loser. Hashtag just kidding. <laughs> I just went off screen. I just realized that as you called me that, uh, we do these through <laughs> your videos. Joe's like, wait a minute. <laughs> I was like, oh, and then I just walk away. <laughs> End the podcast. Yeah. End podcast. <laughs> Roll credits. Uh, but yeah, so if you're excited about that, share your thoughts. If you're not, also share your thoughts at hashtag GUGcast because I'm curious to hear. I feel like a lot of people have different opinions on it. People are either, from what I've observed, super excited for it or absolutely 
not interested. Yeah. Which is a very interesting mix. Keep hearing and a lot of people saying it's unnecessary. Yeah, yeah. They're like, it's unnecessary. People are like, oh, we want Obi-Wan instead. Be patient. You might get it. I don't know. We have Obi-Wan. I... Obi-Wan tells you that he went and was a hermit for what is it, yeah. 30 years, 20 years, 17. How old is Luke Skywalker when he leaves? I don't know. He's going to be like 17. Do they tell time yeah, the probably. same way in space? I don't know. I, I don't know. That's true. Uh, it definitely wasn't like 30 point. or 40 years. Because Luke's not very yep. old. But he doesn't do anything. He goes and he hides. You want a movie where he's literally in a rock? Just under in a cave. Chilling. He was in a rock? He was in a rock. He was the rock. He's going to be played by Dwayne Johnson. Oh, gosh. Uh, that'd be, <laughs> I'll, I'll that'd talk be about amazing. what I'm going to get out of that. Someone edit that. Someone edit Dwayne the Rock Johnson as Luke Skywalker. Please. In a rock. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I'd watch that. Be like, it's over, Anakin. I have the high ground. No, you don't. He's like, no. I am the high ground. I am the rock. Somebody else would say, I am welcome. the island. <laughs> he saves the universe and starts singing, you're welcome. Oh, but That's you're welcome for the tangents. Uh, I, I'll get into what I've been geeking out about. Yeah, yeah. That's the name of my band. Because, uh, yeah. And I really don't have a lot that I've been geeking out of. We already talked about Ultra Carbon. That was a big thing. Uh, I watched four episodes of that because I wanted to get as much. I like getting as much of the content as possible before uh, saying anything. Uh, there was that episode, that show, it was one of the Fate shows, animes, um, and I'd given opinions on it before seeing more of it, and it kind of did change my opinion a little bit. So we'll see if that happens with Alter Carmen. So f- I think it's too late, to be honest, with this, but um, I do like trying to get as much as possible talking to you guys. I wasn't, I, I'm going to try to refrain from saying every single week that I've been playing Arena Valor, uh, but... I, I'm really bad at the game. I, I'm not. I'm not good. I'm usually like lowest here um, in ranking. They they humble me all the time. Uh, so I am really proud that I got I got a really good score today. Um, it was like 17 kills and zero deaths. That zero deaths. Good. Nice and uh, six, I think, uh, assists. Pretty good round. Numbers are. Numbers are close. It was something ridiculous like that. I was the MVP. I was legendary. Yeah. And I was legitimately geeking out. <laughs> I felt awesome. like I felt like I was a major league gamer. I was like, I'm ready for the pros. Let's do this. And then I played another game, and I got murdered. <laughs> Always end on a high note, man. I know. <laughs> I, I waited a little bit. I did wait because that was my thought. I was like, I want to wait. Um, and then maybe like an hour later, I was like, I can see if I can do that again. <laughs> uh, I'm sure that I can in, in other circumstances, uh, but it was it's it's ton of fun. I love that game so much. This pocket edition of Final Fantasy might take me for a little bit. I have installed a new Empire. I didn't realize that. Is that a Star Wars a movie? Empire. Huh? Nothing. Not the Star Wars. Final Fantasy 15. Final Fantasy 15 games have not been awesome. I have that other Final Fantasy game where it was a weird RPG. But you didn't get to move anywhere. You just did RPG fights. Uh, Exvius. Oh, have you played? Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> have you played a King's Tale? Yeah, I beat him up. I didn't play a lot of it, but it was a lot of fun. The little bit I did, I own. I bought the game specifically for the Pledge Drive last year. 
Uh, there's a Dissidia for mobile. Yeah. Mobile games, it's really interesting. I didn't think that mobile games would ever amount to anything. I was like, the phones are way too weak Man, you were to be right. able to put up with anything. Um, <laughs> <Joe>. <laughs> hey, this Razer phone coming out that probably won't actually be released. Oh, is that the one that you could like put in your laptop and it powers your laptop? Yeah, so beautiful. So weird. What? Uh, it's supposed to have eight gigs of RAM. Yeah, so you put it in your laptop. It wouldn't be a strong laptop, but it would be. It like would a... act. It acts as like the touchscreen, like on a laptop. Yeah, as the That's the trackpad. The trackpad. Huh. But it has eight gigs of RAM. Like it looks really cool. I just don't really know if it would actually work. It wouldn't be. You couldn't play it as a gaming laptop. Like you would be able yeah. to play mobile games. In a laptop setting, I think. That's weird. Um, if it even ends up existing, because it's just concept right now, and they're known for doing that E3s and stuff. Definitely. Um, but I'm really surprised the mobile games, like, they're getting much, much better. Definitely, I've never yeah. even like, considered I mean, Fire Emblem play. Heroes, I'm still addicted. It's been a year. The year anniversary was the second, and it's been a whole year, and I'm still so addicted. And I totally dropped out on it after a couple list. months. Yeah, I was like, that's not one that I would put in the list of uh, game changing. Hey, it was nominated games. for Best Mobile Game. It didn't oh, really? win, but it was nominated. I mean, it got really big. It's still really big. That was a game where I wanted more online play. And I've heard they've kind of done more with the online. Yeah, they still haven't implemented any features where you can actually fight your friends, which is dumb. I wish... That would be case. amazing. But I, they could... What I realized about intelligence systems and that game is they probably have a lot of really good ideas they just want to be careful about when to play some because they know the game's gonna burn out someday it's like an mmo kind of in that way so they gotta put it in when the game's getting slow and they're like hey wait it's still interesting guys there's this huge thing that'll completely change the way you play speaking of intelligence systems i forgot i did do i wrote up my review for uh tiny metal and i mentioned that because it's very it's it's paying homage to another one of Intelligent Systems' other games with Advance mm-hmm. Wars. Cool. So that review should be up hopefully by the time you all hear this. Yeah, there was another mobile game I didn't really get into, get into it too much, but Oceanhorn is supposed to be kind of a Zelda S game. Heard really great things about that as well. Uh, mobile games are moving up, and the thing that I like about Arena Valor specifically, I can play it in. I play mobile games. If I ever play them, usually in bed before I go to bed. Um, and so it's right there. It's super accessible. I don't have any screens in my room except for my TV or my phone. Um, so it's kind of counterintuitive. It's trying to ruin my life is what's happening. Um, yeah, these games are getting way more intricate and interesting. I'm kind of excited to see what mobile gaming does in the future. We're not in the era of Fruit Ninja, Ninja Birds anymore. Those exist, but... yeah. I mean, We've like moved way beyond that. It's, we, it's interesting. Phones that have virtual reality now. Yeah, that's a crazy thing when you think about it. Uh, and that's that's really been it. I watched Alter Carbon. I had family in town uh, last week, so I wasn't able to do too much. And yeah, I'll be out of town next week. Shelly's gonna be hosting. Yeah, I'm really excited it's to listen be to that podcast. Terrible. No, it'll be great. It's gonna be awesome. <laughs> hey guys, don't listen to next week's episode. <laughs> listen Tori's to next week's episode. Such a bad job today that we're just kicking him out, and I'm taking over <laughs> next week. Yeah, this is it's a pilot. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a screen test. I guess it's not a screen test; it's a, a voice test. Uh, getting into TV news, some cool stuff uh, coming out again from the Super Bowl. 
uh, Westworld Season 2 has gotten a trailer, which I didn't expect at all. I didn't realize it was coming out this year. I thought for some reason it was coming out next year. What? Joe's going to be a look. No, it wasn't you. It was my dogs. Oh, okay. I was <laughs> I was laughing at the dogs. <laughs> I was I was in podcast zone. Sorry, I, I didn't mean like, to distract you. Before? No, it's totally fine. I was just like, what, what what's wrong with Westworld? Uh Westworld, speaking of what's wrong with Westworld, uh be prepared. It is HBO uh very much that if you don't like Game of Thrones, if you don't agree with Game of Thrones, probably don't watch Westworld. Uh especially this next season looks like it's going to be a lot darker than last season. Last season, they were kind of laying the groundwork. It was more of a mystery show. This doesn't seem like there's going to be a lot of mystery to it. I think it's going to be a lot more brutal. Um, and now that things have kind of been uncovered. But it comes out April 22nd. Like I said, I didn't think that we would be getting it at all. So neither of you have watched Westworld, right? Nope. No. So good. Um, and then I'm going to try to figure out how to tiptoe through this one. For those Walking Dead fans that are caught up, uh, you know that there was a major thing that happened in the last episode that you saw, uh, and you were shocked, probably. So, Robert Kirkman, he's the guy who writes the comic books, says that it doesn't make sense for that to be what it seems, uh, and that if it's not what it seems then there could be a lot of story uh, that they could go off of it. They could use it to really continue the show along. Whereas right now, it's basically, you know, where do you go after Negan? Uh, most likely, they find another threat, and they deal with the threat just like they did with the governor and everybody else that they've they've had to deal with. Um, they could bring it into a new direction and kind of give it a an end goal, which we haven't seen yet either. So, that's what I'm going to say on that, because... People know what I'm talking about that have seen it. And hopefully I was vague enough that other people don't. Uh, and then our final news story. I don't, I don't know how I feel about this. Gotham is a show that I've been saying that I need to check out. Because uh, a lot of people are saying that it's amazing. And so apparently DC has heard about how amazing Gotham is and how well it's doing. Uh, because they're making a metropolis. That is also going to be kind of in the same vein as Gotham, in which it's a prequel. It's Metropolis before Superman. So it's still all put together and stuff. It's not destroyed. <laughs> it's at not all. destroyed. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I would assume so. A lot less property damage. <laughs> I. It's going to be released on the DC streaming service. So that already worries me because I don't know how much. I'm still worried about the budgeting of shows on this DC streaming service the way it is. Uh, Netflix does it really well. YouTube Red, not so much. A random comic book company making their own. I, I feel less confident in. But we'll see. Uh, I, I don't know if this show... I wasn't really that interested in Gotham, so I don't know if, how interested I am in Metropolis for you superhero. Unless, I brought this up before the show... I think it would be awesome, although really off for them to do, if it was a house of cards with Lex Luthor working his way up the corporate ladder and political ladder. In which That's case, something. In which case, I'm sold. That sounds terrible to me. 
I... <laughs> That's because oh, you don't like House of Cards. Those... I feel like there should be a list of shows and movies that only Cody would watch, but he would give like all his money to see. Because I feel like they're <laughs> listening back on all the podcasts, like there's got to be a list going. I'm like, this would be such a great show. And Joe's and just, like, just like, that nah. sounds awful. Like, hey, this has politics in it. Nope. Bump that. <laughs> oh, man. it. Yeah, it's got politics. I was like, it's mostly corporate, but he gets pretty political. House of Cards is literally about cookie. a politician that breaks dogs' necks. <laughs> he breaks a single dog's neck. Yeah, that's... They're usually people. That's how they start the entire show. That's true. It, it ends up being people in the that's end. That's much better. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's that much was better. something in Signs that I wasn't expecting. I wanted those dogs to live. Oh. And I was kind of sad that they didn't. Wah, wah, wah. Moment of silence. <laughs> I that's the only way I could see Metropolis being good, because um, I I always joked about Gotham being CSI Gotham, and I was like, if you like CSI shows, Gotham's probably going to be amazing. I I don't want a CSI Metropolis, but I would enjoy a uh, villain focused kind of. How did they get here? Start it from the bottom. Hey, whatever happened to that sh- other show? Uh, Are they I don't about to break out in Full House? The one with Vanessa Hudgens in it. One with Vanessa Hudgens. It was like the insurance company for DC. Oh yeah, that got canceled. Oh, it did. Oh, okay. yeah, that got canceled uh, before the first season was over, I believe. Oh wow, that is unfortunate. Yeah. I just wasn't uh, sure if it was actually canceled or if I just hadn't heard anything about it. So. Yeah, we talked about it on the show. It got canceled. There was an episode with uh, uh, Batman, the original Bat, like original TV Batman, before he died. Cut that out if I'm wrong. I think. Come on, Cody. <laughs> of course, we talked about. That's cut this out. That's who died, right? It was the original Batman. I can't remember his name. It's gonna bug me. Yes, me Adam West say. passed away. Yeah. Yeah. Adam West. Okay. Um. I'll go, I'll go back. Yeah, we talked about it. Uh, I think the last time we had discussed the show was when Adam West was in it because he had passed away and then they aired that episode even though they weren't going to air any more episodes of the show. Uh, okay. I must have just forgot. That's yeah. fine. I thought it was funny. A lot of people didn't like it. It was very gimmicky. It was very campy. Uh, much like Adam West's lovable Batman. Did you say Shannara Chronicles got canceled after season three? Is that what we talked about last week? Yes. Okay, because they just put season two up on Netflix, like a week or two ago. Oh, really? It's canceled season three. Yeah, you're not getting a season three. Not after season three. Well, sad. So watch season two and enjoy it. <laughs> That's it for the podcast, guys. We uh, love having you here. I'm going to miss you guys next week. That's sad. I, I haven't missed a podcast in a while. I'm going to cry. I'm don't not. I'm cry. actually going to be on vacation. It's going to be wonderful. <laughs> it's like, don't, don't cry. <laughs> we will cry and not you. Okay, that works. Don't do it on the podcast, though. The be whole weird. podcast will be us crying. Nobody wants to hear Every time podcast. you hear a thud, it's, it's my tears hitting the microphone. There you go. <laughs> 
I hope those aren't too loud. <laughs> Joe, where can they find you at? Find me on Twitter at Joe Knows Games and Right Fury Media. Uh, I've been trying to do so. We do quick scopes with the Geeks Under Grace channel. <clears throat> I've been trying to do that on my own personal YouTube channel with Rochester Fury Media, uh, three times a week, doing out, a, putting out a, like a thirty-minute quick look of a game <laughs> every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. So it's something different every time. I would love it if you just stop by and say hi. And Shelly? You can find me on Twitter at theshellshock24. I was mainly using it a lot last week, um, retweeting stuff about Jeopardy. <laughs> so it's, I've, I've used it, you know, uh, somewhat recently. You can find me on Twitch as well at uh, shellshock24. And you can find me on Twitter at Cody Armor. Keep gaming. Keep brave. God bless you.